0: Welcome to Community Connection, an IP original series that talks with nonprofit organizations in our part of the state, sponsored in part by the Ball State Federal Credit Union and Open Door Health Services. This month, we spoke with two Ball State faculty about their work with an upcoming initiative with the Center for Middletown Studies, I'm Michelle Kinsey, and joining me in the studio today are Jim Connolly and Pat Collier, and they are here to talk about everyday life in Middletown. But I think first, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do right here at Ball State University?
1: My name is Pat. I am a professor in the English department, um, and I teach and study early 20th century British literature and
2: culture. I'm Jim Connolly, and I'm a professor in the history department and also the director of the Center for Middletown Studies.
0: So now the big important question, what is Everyday Life in Middletown?
1: Everyday Life in Middletown is a project that tries to capture and record what everyday life is like in Muncie today. And so we are doing this to create an archive that future researchers will be able to use and also as an online space where people who live in Muncie will be able to see what each other's everyday lives are like.
0: Wow. And why did you decide to do this project? How did it come about?
1: Well, um, I study early 20th century Britain. And so the project was inspired by Mass Observation, which is a project like this that happened in Britain in the late 1930s. They um, recruited 1,500 people to keep diaries and record their everyday lives. Um, they Their thought was that the everyday was a source of commonality in a time when fascism was on the rise in Europe and uh, there was sort of a looming crisis in Europe. And so they did, a, you know, some really amazing things. They built this tremendous archive um, and this happens in the period that I study. So I was reading about mass observation and I was thinking about Middletown. Um Jim and a, a former colleague of mine in the English department were working on the what Middletown Red project at that point. Mm-hmm. And um, the two things kind of came together and I you know for years I had been thinking, what would I do if I did a Virginia ball seminar? And that it, it just sort of hit me. that's a Virginia ball seminar, like do mass observation in Muncie. So that's where the idea sort of originally came from. What we're doing now is um, we're trying to build up this archive that people can use, this online, completely accessible archive. And so we're getting people in Muncie, volunteers, to keep diaries of basically everything they do during a single day. Uh, We're going to do that, we're going to have them do that three times a year, and we're going to build up this record of what people are doing in their everyday lives.
0: Wow. And that is from the time they wake up until the time they go to bed, right?
1: Yeah. Yes, yes. And if they wake up in the middle of the night, hopefully they'll scribble a few (laughs) things down there. Yeah. Every night life is also part of the picture.
0: Sure, sure. Jim, why Muncie?
2: Well, you know, there's a long history of studying Muncie as a representative, I don't like to say typical, but a representative American community. It's a place that's been studied closely since Robert and Alan Lind came here in the mid-1920s. And so they produced a very successful study that, that gained a great deal of attention. Uh, and it inaugurated a tradition of coming to Muncie to study uh, all aspects of American life and culture. Uh, and, and so it seems to me this project fits very nicely with the original idea of, of studying Mun- uh, studying Muncie rather as this this representative American community. It's uh, the, the other thing about Middletown Research that really fits well here is the fact that the Linds were focused on all aspects of community life and and experience. They weren't zeroing in on politics. In fact, if you read the first Middletown book, one of the things that very, it's, that's quite striking about it is the absence of much discussion of the mayoral election of 1924 or what's going on in city council. It really wasn't about politics. It was about many, many other facets of people's lives in, in that time period. So this this notion of studying everyday life fits really quite well with the original idea of studying this community.
0: Wonderful. So how can people get involved in this? I understand that you already have you know, some participants uh, signed up, but you're looking for more, how can people get involved?
1: Anyone who is interested in volunteering can uh, write to me at edlm at bsu.edu. That's everyday life in Middletown. So edlm at bsu.edu. We're looking for people who, it's a, It's really a relatively simple ask. Three days over the next year, we're going to ask them to write down everything they do and what they're thinking and feeling in the course of the day.
0: So what do you hope to gain from the diaries?
1: Well, a lot of different things, really. And, um, you know, we're we're in early stages of it, and so we're still sort of in the idea-generating stage. I think one thing is that there's a kind of a political angle or a political mission to this project, which is the belief that we're actually uh, very divided, uh, not just in Muncie, but in the in you know in our nation in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in specific ways in Muncie, we're divided, right? There's the town college divide. There are economic divides. There are racial divides. There are educational divides. Um, and I think the belief here, uh, the belief is that there's commonality in everyday life. Um, everybody has an everyday. One of the one of the writers I like to read actually says in uh, an important article in this field, even Madonna has an everyday life. Now we need to update update that now, right? It's even <laughs> right. Beyonce right. or even Adele has an everyday <laughs> life. But um, you know, we all get up in the morning. Well, maybe we don't get up in the morning, but we all get out of bed at a certain point. Maybe our bed is under a. Uh, highway overpass, right? But we all get up and we try to get on with our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, and And I don't know exactly what it is, but it seems to me that there's common ground in everyday life. And so by recording and displaying and giving people access to each other's everyday lives, it seems like common ground between groups that are now sort of separated can be found. We think that, and Jim and I have talked about this a lot, that um, the existing online environment, the existing sort of social media environment, creates divisions between people. It creates self-selecting communities who are either not talking to each other or, or, or are even openly hostile to each other. And so one of the visions for this is an online space where commonality is, is emphasized rather than specificity, rather than what makes me different from everybody else.
0: Right. I understand that the first diary day is actually coming up fairly quickly. When is that?
1: Tuesday, November 14th is our first diary day. So just in the next few weeks, we'll be communicating with our volunteers and giving them just some very light prompting to let them know how to do it. Um, and so we're really, really interested to see what we get.
0: Now, how like, if I if I participate? Um, how do I submit kind of my diary for the day? Are there different ways I can do that?
2: Yeah, there's there's a couple of of straightforward ways that that you can submit it. One is to send it as an, in an email or as an attachment to an email to edlm at bsu.edu, uh, and that will arrive uh, with the project staff, and we'll be able to take it from there. Uh, they can also simply, if they if they choose, mail it in by regular postage stamp mail, and you would just uh, address it to the Center for Middletown Studies, Ball State University, 47306. Uh, so either of those methods will uh, deliver uh, the diary entries to us. But if Either of those creates a problem. We'll find another way to get it. We'll, we'll show up at your doorstep and pick it up if you want us to. That's literally
1: true. We yeah. We've already done that. Yeah. We have a graduate assistant who you know, we send on errands.
2: Yeah, we say we, we we're speaking very broadly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, also, we're interested in and very willing to take diaries in audio form or Great. video form. So, if you want to make a little film um, of you of you reciting what happened to you during your day, or sure. you want to make an audio tape in which you just sort of say, "It's ten thirty, and I'm brushing my teeth right. for, for the second time," <laughs> um, we, we'll take we'll take um, materials in those forms too.
0: And what happens once I submit my diary entry, then what happens to it? Where does it go? What's the process?
1: Well, we're going to create an archive, right? And so we will... um We'll put it in a form that it can be accessed online by both researchers and just regular members of the general public. So, uh, it, I mean, it'll it'll take a little while to get processed, not not very long, we don't think. But at that point, people will be able to go to the website and and search it and you know um, sort of explore it, just read people's diaries. But also, we're also de- um, in the process of developing tools that'll that'll give people creative ways to play with the diaries, right? So, for instance, you might be able to find who was in the restaurant you were in. If any of our diarists were in the restaurant when you were there, oh, wow. or, um, um, if you're just interested in clothing, right. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, know, we're going to eventually we'll code these diaries to make them searchable, right? So somebody could search under anything that has to do with clothing or, uh, dressing mm-hmm. or et cetera.
0: Wonderful.
2: We now- should note as well though, that, uh, all of the diaries will be anonymous, right? They will, um, We'll strip away any identifying information that would allow anybody to figure out very easily who they were. Uh, and so the idea is to represent lots of different everyday experiences, but we're not looking to sort of report on what, you know, Tom Smith was having for breakfast or, or things like that.
0: Okay, so where can people go for a little more information about the project?
1: Well, one place people can go is the website that the earlier version of the project made as part of the Virginia Ball seminar. This is this website is edlmiddletown.com and there you can find the diaries that we collected from our 15 volunteers in that project also there's a lot of other interesting stuff on there. There's material that the students wrote there's a film that the students made and the whole idea of everyday life in Middletown can kind of be explored on that website.
2: And if you're looking for further information specifically about this uh, round of the project you can go to the website of the Center for Middletown Studies which is bsu.edu slash middletown and you'll you'll find links right on the front page there.
0: Hosted by Michelle Kinsey and engineered by Sean Ashcraft, you can find links and more information at our program website, indianapublicradio.org communityconnection community connection.